Mama, hello. I hope you're having the most amazing day. I hope the sun is shining and the birds are chirping. For many of you, that's probably not happening, so I shouldn't even say that because it's winter and you don't, yeah, over in California, that's all the time, but you know, it's fine. (laughs) Whatever weather you're having, I hope you are just having a good day and you're feeling God's presence and you're just feeling encouraged. Um, I always hope that I can leave you feeling encouraged no matter what we're talking about. And today I really wanted to dive into this idea of like, what does it even look like to be healed? Like, what are we really even striving for? And it was inspired by a conversation with one of my friends who is so wise and um, has such great thoughts and ideas and is so connected to God. And we, her and I had this amazing conversation about what that looks like. And so I wanted to share that with you because I think it's so relevant for all of us that are on this journey and trying to, to fight through it. And it's like, what am I even working for? And I think that's such an important question to ask. And so I wanted to unpack that for you guys today. And I'm excited because I believe that there's healing even in thinking through that and understanding what it looks like. Um, And I'm also just feeling so fired up right now. I just got off our Morning Mama Academy coaching call. We have a coaching call every week. And I just, I don't even know if I want to cry or laugh or sing right now. Like God is so good. He is doing amazing things in the mamas that are in it. And I just, I'm so pumped. And really like, even this week was such a testament to this. Like it's really not necessarily about the tools. Part of it's the tools that I bring and I provide, but the thing is that when you show up and you say, hey, I'm going to, I'm ready to do the work, God. I'm not going to back down from this anymore. I'm going to fight through this thing that's holding me back. When you say that and you, and you, you're ready to show up for it, God will meet you there in whatever way that means. And so sometimes, yeah, it's through what we're learning and what we're working through as, as a group. And sometimes it's through these, uh, these relationships in our life that, you know, because we're showing up and we're saying we're ready, God, God's like, okay, I'm going to give you a supernatural moment of healing or, okay, you're ready for this conversation and you're ready for this breakthrough. And this is exactly what was happening in literally every single one of the women this week. And so I'm just so stoked. I'm pumped. I'm like ready to charge the gate. So I wanted to to mention that to you because I know some of you, it's going to be time for you. I don't know. I don't have a date for you about when the next round of the Academy is happening. Um, and I'll obviously keep you posted, but I just wanted to, to get it on your mind again, to, for you to start praying and thinking about it and to, to think about if this is going to be right for you and I'll keep you posted on. And if you want to be on the list to know, uh, like to be the first people to sign up when it opens up, just email me at support at morningmama.co and I can put you on that waiting list. And I'm, I'm just pumped. God is so good. So had to share that with you. Feeling the fire today. So Let's let's jump in though. I'm so excited. Welcome to the Morning Mama podcast, where it is time to wake up to the life you were created for. Come join me on a journey to heal from your past, craft a healthy, joy-filled life, and discover the gifts and passions inside of you that the world needs. Hi, I'm Brittany, a former marriage and family therapist who is ready to help you grab hold of your courage, step out in faith, and discover that your life can become more than you ever dreamed possible. This is Morning Mama, a place for you to throw off all that has been holding you back and run into true freedom. my friend brought me this question is like, what does it even look like 
when you're healed? What is, what are we even working towards? What is this, what is this all about? And I didn't know the answers necessarily. Like, and so we explored it together and like the, the, the pictures that we came up with were just so beautiful. And, uh, I just think it's going to bless a lot of you as you're in this journey. And, and maybe you're wondering like, what does it even look like to be healed? How do I know when I arrive there? What can I even hope for? Like, what, what are we doing here? What are, what am, what does God have for me? And we don't always take time to slow down and ask that question. And, we just charge through. We think either, you know, oh, healing's right around the corner. It's just going to be a quick, quick season, or we think it's never going to end. Or even some of us might even be kind of scared to ask this question. Because if we ask this question, we know where the end line is, right? And we'll talk about how there's not exactly an end line, but, you know, we'll, we'll dive into it. But if there, if there's a the quote unquote end line, that means that there might you might see more clearly where you're at and it's not at that end line. Or you might think then that, oh, well, this is just another opportunity for me to fail because now there's an actual thing that I'm working towards that's clear. And so if I actually allow myself to think of that and see that, I'm just going to let myself down. I'm not going to get there or God's not going to get me there. I I don't have faith that he's going to come through. And so it can feel scary to ask this question. And I get that. We're going to talk more about that. But the thing is, I do believe it's really helpful to have a picture, to know it's not always going to look like this. It's not going to be perfect ever, right? We're here on earth. It's uh, There's brokenness in the world. There's sin in the world. It's not going to be perfect, but it won't always look like this. There is breakthrough. I'm, I'm going to share with you how I know this. So the first thing I want you to do is, as you're trying to process through this, and I want you to kind of do this exercise like me and my friend did. Uh, I want you to, to maybe grab a journal and a pen and kind of as we go, you know, after I ask these questions, pause the episode and write down your thoughts on it and kind of take this journey with us. And my first question to you is I want you to think and look and say, like, who do I know when I, I look out into the world, into my life? people I see, who do I know? And I think, wow, they're really healed. Wow. Like, look at that. And as you think of that person or people, I want you to start thinking of like, what characteristics do you see in them that tell you, wow, that's a healed person. That person has done their work and, and overcome these things. Like what characteristics do you see that, that help you to register? Wow that person is healed. That, that help you to even identify them as a healed person. Like, what are you looking at? What do you see in them? So if you're going to do this, I want you to pause this episode and kind of think through what those things are. And the funny thing is, you know, when I went to do this, cause I, you know, asked her this question, then I was trying to think through it myself. And, you know, I thought of different people and, and what, what it looked like for them. But the funny thing is, is I went through each person 
you know, the people that I really know, because I know they're hard and, you know, we can all put on the front of being healed, right? Like the presentation on social media can often look like we have it all together, but that's most often not the full picture. So we really want to think of people that we, we know have done the work. We know what their, their dark moments and their weeks look like, uh, cause anyone can have that facade. So when I was thinking through the people that I knew at that capacity, I started realizing like, okay, yeah, they do. There's things that are under control and, you know, these things aren't dictating their life and they're not consuming them and they're not, you know, holding them back. But each of them, even the people that I like look up to, each of them have areas they're still healing. And that was just such a beautiful realization for me. It it makes sense. Like, I know this in my mind. Yeah, we're, you know, we're all have our stuff we're working out. But just to be reminded, like, even when we, we get to the, again, quote unquote, end line, we all are still working it out. It's not just this simple thing that's, yeah, check it off and it's done and you're finished with it. Like we're all working it out, you know, and even me, as I like have shared with you so much of my story and, you know, how I've overcome anger and anxiety and depression. And I was going to say anger again, it probably should be in my list twice. (laughs) Uh, And inadequacy, you know, all of these things I've overcome. And again, they don't have a, uh, they don't consume my life. They don't rule it, but I am still for sure working out so much of that in the nuances and, and in certain relationships and in certain moments. And, uh, it, it, this healing work doesn't end. So I want to encourage you with that. I hope that doesn't feel overwhelming. Rather, it feels encouraging. Like you're doing the work, like you are on the track. Like you don't have to worry that you're off track. You don't have to worry because you have to do this work and other people aren't doing this work. No, if we want to be healthy, we will always be doing this work. And until we get to heaven, we're not, we're not going to have that perfection. And so there's always going to be more stuff to work out. And I hope you learn through this journey to see this healing process as a beautiful thing, as something that you can even enjoy, that you can press into and uh, just love it because you get to discover new things and you get to meet God in a, in a new way. Because when we show up vulnerably to God's feet, I mean, that's where he can really speak into us and really meet us there because our shields are down, our walls are down and we're, we're ready to do the work. And he's like, oh, I will meet you there. And he runs towards us. And so while I don't want to minimize the pain that healing work entails, I do hope you, you though begin to see it in, in a little bit of a different light that it can also be this beautiful process. And, and really the more wins that you start to see, the more breakthroughs you see happen, the more victories and triumphs you, you have over these things that have been ruling your life, the more you can get to that place because, you know, you, you start to see like, okay, it's possible. Okay. I, I can overcome this. Okay. It won't always be like this. It's those nuances again might still be there in different aspects, but it's not always going to feel like this. And so once you build up that, then you kind of get more excited about this process. Like, okay, but I want some more. I'm ready for more God. Like let's get some more victories. And you know, the, the hard work of it is still painful. Just like, you know, you get excited about exercise. Like a lot of people, I'm still working on this one. Like I have good weeks and bad weeks, but I'm, I'm still fighting to be, to love exercise. But so for some of you, you, you think about exercise and you get stoked. You're like, yeah, I love exercise. I love how, I, I love the results it gives me. I love how it feels. 
all of it. But, you know, if you go to the depths of the, the hard workouts, like that's not usually fun. You know, you love what it's bringing you. You love how it's bringing you mental clarity and physical strength and energy and health in every respect, right? But you go into like the the moments where you're having to push yourself and run a little bit farther or lift something a little bit heavier or do one more repetition. And that is not fun. That is painful, right? You're stretching your body. And so I, I hope that you can you know, maybe exercise is a bad analogy. For me, it is because I'm not there with exercise. But for whatever you've you've gotten to that place with where you're like, okay, actually, you know, maybe like learning, like you're like, I love going to school. Like it's, you know, so tedious and hard when I'm having to write these papers and I, you know, I don't want to do it, but look at where it brings me. You know, I get to advance in my career. I get to learn these new things and understand the world and God in a different way. And, you know, so for maybe like education is, is that for you. So whatever that is, like, I want you to think of healing in a similar vein where, yeah, it's painful and it's hard, but look what the fruit it's bringing you. Look where it's taking you. Freedom and health and breakthroughs and just so much goodness. So I want to just help you reframe how you think about this healing process. It's never done. And really, it can be a beautiful thing that we don't have to be scared to press into. I hope you can hear my child in the background. <laughs> that my kids are with a mother's helper right now. Uh, if you haven't heard of mother's helpers, by the way, this is like a very random tangent mom hack. Uh, I only heard of it like years into motherhood, but you, you know, hire like a a young girl, like, you know, this girl is in uh, eighth grade and, you know, you usually don't have to pay them as much because they're just starting out. And so you're, you know, you're still at home with them in case something goes wrong and they need you. Uh, but it's, you can get work done. You can, you know, sometimes people use it to get chores done, like whatever it is. And it's so helpful. And, um, honestly, like the youngest, kids are often like the best babysitters because they actually like really care what you think and they really want to like have like make the kids love them and so our kids are obsessed with her like every time she's about to come over like before my son went to his nap today uh he was like oh my gosh uh she's coming over I'm so excited ah and like could barely sleep because he was so excited so it's so great so that's a very random hack I just had to share with you so if you hear screaming like fun fun screaming in the background hopefully it's fun all fun uh that's what's happening and praise God for her because she is amazing okay so as we go on with this uh trying to define what healing looks like trying to figure out what what we're even trying to get to uh, I want you to think about a, a physical wound. You know, it can, it's so much easier to understand things when we can see them, right? Like that's one of the tricky things, excuse me, about mental health and all of this is it's so intangible. You know, it's, it's, we can't physically see it with our eyes. And so it can be confusing. And so it can help us by taking it and, and, uh, applying it to something that's physical and we can, we can look at it with our eyes. So that's why we're doing this. I want you to think of a, a physical wound and I want you to, to 
describe on your paper or in your mind. You don't have to write all this down because it's kind of nasty, like what we're about to describe. But like, what, what does it look like when there is a wound that is bad? Like it's fresh. It's uh, not healthy. It's uh, very painful. What does it look like? What, what do you, what do you notice about it? And I want you to, to take a minute to kind of sit on that and think about it and maybe write it down because it'll help you with the next step of this process. And then after you have that, I want you then to answer this second question. And I want you to think about what does it, how does it look different or feel different as it heals? If you're talking about like a wound on your leg, how, as it begins to heal, how does it look and feel differently? And I want you to journal that down. Think about that. After you journal that, I hope you begin to see it, to see this analogy. I'm going to unpack, you know, my descriptions and then we're going to kind of connect it. So when I think about a a wound, like a nasty, gaping, fresh, painful wound, you know, there's, there's blood gushing, right? It's, it's bleeding out. It's, it's making a mess. It's getting everywhere, right? It is disturbing to look at. And obviously in all of that, it's extremely painful. If it's, if it's open, if it's gushing, if it's infected, that is painful. And that pain is super pervasive there. It's not like a pain that you can ignore. It's not like a pain you can shut off. This is a pain that's debilitating that, that takes over everything. So that's what I think of when I think of a oozing open wound. Now I think of like, as, as it heals, as you get what you need to help it heal well and not heal you know, in the wrong way, like is if it's infected and it begins to heal, obviously that's not, that's not true healing, right? That's that infection will spread to your body and can kill you. And so that's not healing, even though it might look like it on the outside. But when we're talking about true healing, like the blood stops flowing, uh, the, the skin begins to close up, right? Like this, this openness is, is see close up and, uh, the skin forms back together and might form a scar, And with all of this, like the pain is so much less, you know, it depends on what part of the process, but like it's, it's not just taking you by surprise anymore. It's, or it's, it's not uh, just overwhelming you all the time. And, you know, maybe if you bump your, your leg against something like, Oh, okay. That's still healing that, that hurts, but it's not like you can't get out of bed. It's there, but it's, it's, it's not taking over your life. And so I think that's just such a beautiful picture of what healing looks like. When these wounds are fresh and we're in the middle of it and it's taking over our life, like can't see past it because the pain is just right in front of us. There's no getting, there's no getting around it. Right. But as we heal slowly, there's, it gets less, less of everything, less pain, less nastiness. Right. And so in our lives, that's, that's what it can look like. And it closes up eventually. And actually, before I get to that part about it closing up and forming a scar, my, my friend had the most brilliant uh, analogy that, you know, that like this idea of, you know, it might be healed in a lot of ways, but there's surgery happening. So it's open, but it's not open in the way that it used to be where there is, you know, uh, germs getting in and where it's gushing, gushing and infected, certain parts are being 
worked on surgically. And, and we know in a surgical environment, right, it's sterile. Like there's no germs that can get in. And, and with surgery, there's a surgeon. There's someone that is intentionally going in. They, they know what they're doing. They have the training. They have the expertise and they know how to heal. They know what to do. They know what needs to happen. And, you know, surgery is, is still painful. You know, it's, it's, you know, you have to be put to sleep because it's painful, but it's, it doesn't have that risk like it does when that, with that open gushing wound where that infection could kill you. But, but that surgery is still happening. And so I love that, that part of the analogy, because, you know, maybe you're not in a place where it's gushing, but maybe you're saying like, well, but I, I, it's still undergoing surgery. I'm not there yet. And it is open and it is painful and it doesn't feel good to look at these things, but you're doing it now with intention. You, you have someone helping you and leading you and guiding you and, and you're going into specific parts. It's not just all overwhelming and you're in control of it now. And you're letting the surgeon be in control of it, right? We're letting God be in control of it. And so uh, that's such a beautiful, beautiful thing. You can be on any level of this, but then, you know, at the end, regardless of whether it's surgery or, you know, just the wound has healed, you then get a scar. And I love scars, like spent a lot of time looking at our scars and telling the stories of how the scars happen. And, you know, I have one scar on my hand and it, uh, when it came from when I was in Russia, I was on a mission trip in Russia and college is actually where I met my husband and I, not in Russia, he was on the trip with me, but, <laughs> um, you know, I was swinging this little girl, uh, we were at an orphanage, we were swinging her around and, uh, I stepped off the sidewalk and there was like a ledge and, and I, we were falling down. And so I felt that fall. And so I like swung her around very dramatically. And as I did that, my hand, uh, like scraped in the dirt and the gravel and I got this nasty, like big old nasty thing on my hand. And I almost had to go to the Russian doctors because it almost got infected and it was all very intense. But now I look at my hand and I don't remember the pain. I don't remember the fear of having to go to the doctor in another country. I just remember the the sweet story and, and laugh at those details because it's amazing. And that's that's what scars do. They're this amazing, powerful story that we get to remember these moments by. And these moments are transformed into an amazing story. And that is exactly what God does with our pain. You know, he takes it and he heals it and he binds it up. He takes out all the infection. And as he binds it up and it's healed, it turns into this scar. It turns into this beautiful story and he redeems it and turns it for good. And now it's a story we get to tell others of God's faithfulness, of his goodness. And when you have that scar and you can tell that story and you begin telling that story, that is a huge sign of being healed. Obviously, it's all on this long spectrum of healing. Like we talked about, it's never fully done, but that's like a, the next level of, of where that healing is the next step of the journey. And, and when you tell that story, another sign that, that you're progressing in your healing is it, it doesn't hurt. 
doesn't hurt to tell the story. In fact, there's joy that comes from the story. There's laughter. There's, there's, there's goodness. You know, you, you remember the story with, with such fondness. And, you know, this is true, like of my miscarriage. You know, you hear me talk about it all the time. It was this pivotal moment in my life. And genuinely, when I think of my miscarriage and when it gets brought up, I experience joy. Because God redeemed it in such a way, in such a powerful way in my life that I think about it and all I think about is the fruit that came after it, the the way he turned it all for good. And that's how I'm sitting here with you today. And gosh, he is amazing. And so I I think of that story and I I think of his goodness. But here's the thing you know, we're going to be able to tell our story and tell it with, with faith and peace. But when we go to the details of it, like those might still hurt. Like when we really go down to those moments where we were wounded, like those might still hurt. Like even when I think about being at the doctor's office and finding out that I had lost the baby, that still hurts. And I imagine myself in that moment and this little baby girl that God had told me was mine was gone. Of course, that still hurts. And I can go there and and you'll be able to go there still. But that's not the first place you go. When you begin to heal and you have that scar, the first place you go is to how God has redeemed it. And so this is the hope that we can we can run in as we, we do this healing work. And as we go on this journey, this is where we're running to. And it's so good. And, you know, I know some of you, it, it might feel challenging to even begin like letting yourself dreaming and hoping and believing and imagining because you're scared you're going to be let down. You're scared God's not going to show up. You're scared that you're not going to show up. You're going to mess it up somehow. And I know it can feel scary at times, but, you know, especially if that fear is in, you know, you being the one to, to, to mess up the results that like somehow you can mess up God's plan. Now we can run in the opposite direction of God intentionally, but I think most of the time we're not running in the opposite of God intentionally. We're, we're trying to run after him and we're like a little kid learning to walk and we keep falling down, falling down. But that's not messing up God's plan. God's not surprised by our trips. He's not uh, condemning us for our trips. He's saying, oh, you can do it. Get back up. Get back up, daughter. Let's try again. Come on. Keep coming towards me. So know that God's not surprised by, you know, the challenges you pose to him as he's trying to redeem your story. And don't put more faith in in you messing up than faith in how big our God is. Because God can handle your mess ups. God can redeem them. God can help you through them. God can give you breakthroughs and he will do all of this. So make sure you have faith in a big God. And I know that can be a bigger conversation that we can explore later is, you know, those that what gets in the way of us dreaming and believing. But we'll just touch on that for today. I, I really believe for all of you that are listening, if you're here, if you're saying, I'm going to show up and I'm going to do the work, God is going to be faithful to meet you there and is going to be faithful to heal you. So I'm really excited for that for you. Let me pray for you. God, I thank you that we can trust you. I thank you for the bigness of who you are, God. I thank you that you are the the ultimate surgeon. 
God, that you know how to take out infection. God, that you know how to do surgery. You know how to heal wounds, God. And we trust you with all of our wounds, God. We bring them before you and we lay them at the foot of the cross and we wait on you and your power. God, you're so good and we thank you for, for this goodness that we can trust and that we can just rest in. We can we can lay in it. God, it's, it's, it's expansive enough for us just to rest in it, Lord. And so I just pray for every mama listening, Lord, that she would find rest in you, God, in this journey. And God, that you would give her some more hope and some more faith and bigger belief for where you want to take her and what is possible, God. And and these scars, that this wound is going to turn into a beautiful scar. And it's going to be an incredible story that she gets to bring to the world, God. I pray you would drop a picture of that in her heart right now as she listens. God, thank you. Thank you for your goodness. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Love you, Mama. If you found hope and inspiration in today's episode, then hit subscribe. Make sure you don't miss a moment on this journey of healing. Want to help more mamas enter into the hope and freedom you have found? Please take a moment to leave a review. This helps so much to get Morning Mama seen so that more mamas can find this space. Lastly, please come say hi in our Facebook group, Morning Mama Collective. I would love to meet you and learn your story. Let me know where you're getting stuck in your healing journey so that you can help inspire more episodes. I am so grateful for you, Mama, and I cannot wait to see all that God has in store for you. Mama.